Welcome to Boost, a podcast by me, Graham Farmer. For the past 18 months, I've been giving out tips to DJs via my Instagram, at Graham Farmer. So this year, we set up our Boost one one coaching service, Boost Breakfast at IMS, and BMC. And now I have this podcast, Boost. It's just me to give tips and motivation, a few guest interviews in the way. Yesterday, I spoke to Paul Hamill from InFlight, and we spoke about Prairie's promo service for DJs and promo service for labels, and a few DJ tips in there. I hope you've listened to it and enjoyed it. Today, I'm talking to Mixcloud. If you've seen my YouTube videos, you've already seen this, these interviews. I kind of combine them into one, so you can listen to the audio all in one place. First up, I speak to Xanthi Fuller about Mixcloud Select. And then secondly, we talk, we talk about her and her life at Mixcloud and her roles and what she does. Let's dive into it. Hey, Xanthi, how are you? I'm good, thanks. And good to talk to you, finally. I'm, um, in person. In person. I've spoke to you lots on email and uh, we're here today to talk about Mixcloud Select and your new wonderful thing. Yeah. So uh, first, let's, let's just go with the basics. What, what is it? What does it do? And why would a DJ use it? Well, okay, so Mixed Select is a direct fan to create a subscription model. Nice. So it enables fans to really show love for their favourite creators and get closer to their favourite creators. Amazing. So the way it works is a fan will subscribe directly to that creator's channel on Mixcloud. Amazing, okay, cool. And then in return, they get a whole load of extra features available to them on that channel that aren't available anywhere else. Nice, so yeah, I guess like, so obviously we're on a YouTube now and I guess lots of YouTubers all know from things like Patreon that process, it's, it's that for, right. for, yes, from an audio an audio platform. Exactly, similar, yeah, yeah, similar. And the really nice thing about it is um, the fan then becomes part of this inner circle of fans. Yeah, that's great. Really, you know, closer to their favorite creators. They're supporting the show. And then in return, they're able to do things like listen offline to all the shows on the channel. Um, they're able to hear any exclusive shows that the creators decided to put behind a paywall just for them. Wicked. Um, they get hold, they get to see the track list up front at the start of the show. Nice. Isn't possible. Yep. Um, and then in return, the creator can see who their biggest fans are. And then reward them, I guess. Reward them with other stuff, I guess. Exactly. Oh, amazing. Yeah. And then how how does that pay model work, I guess? How does it? Who chooses that? Do you choose that? Do they choose that? Do the DJ choose it? Yeah, so the whole point about this model is we've set it up to give the creator the control. Yep. So we really wanted to think of a, a way of allowing the creator to reward the fans in the way that best suits them. Yeah. So the creator picks the price point. Yeah. We set the minimum just to make sure that, um, because the, the money then gets uh, split up between paying royalties to the artists, yep. the labels and publishers whose music they've played. Yeah. But then a cut of the money also goes back to the creator right cool so we set the minimum yep. um, but the creator can charge more if they think their fans would be up for paying more but yep. also something that's already showing loads of success is we give the create the, the fans the chance to pay more if they want to oh wow I didn't know that so, that's cool yeah so fans can pledge as much as they want and um, already we're seeing fans just being like, I love this show, I want it to keep going, I'm gonna pay more. Than wow, that's really cool. I didn't know that, that's really cool. Um, so again, I guess from a creative point, like, you're covering all creators, spoken word stuff, DJs, 
yeah. channels like Data Transmission, I guess, um, and yeah, across yeah, exactly. multiple, multiple genres, I guess. So that's the thing about Mixcloud is we have a whole host of different types of creators. Yep. So we have radio stations, you know, online radio stations, such as Red Light Radio, yep. Worldwide FM, Soho Radio, Dub yep. Lab in LA. Um, and then we also have individual artists. Um, we have a real mix of big name DJs. So you've got people like John Digweed, Nicole Madaba on the platform. But then also um, people who are stars on Mixcloud, maybe not recognizable names immediately yeah. you know, to the outside world, but they're huge on Mixcloud. They've built a really big following. And that's the whole thing about this model is it works just as well for your homegrown star as it does for the big name. Nice. Because all it requires is a fan base that love and want to support the show. That's great. That's really good. I didn't realise I didn't realize the kind of you can, the fan can play more. That's, that's, that's intriguing. Like, I guess, yeah, if you're loving something, then that's a great way to reward them, I guess, as well. Yeah. It's really cool. And it's nice feeling part of that inner circle of fans as well. So yes. um, the next things we're working on are ways that potentially those fans could then maybe message each other. Wow. Uh, or the uh, creator can message all of their fans, uh, all their paying subscribers. These are things that are sort of in the pipeline that we're working on. Wow, next. nice. Exclusives. Thank yeah, you. Wow, exclusive. Nice. Um, and so can anyone get on it yet? So at the moment, it's very early days. So we've just done this sort of soft beta launch of the product. Yeah. And we're testing all the tech and make sure, making sure it works perfectly for when we roll it out to everyone. Cool. But eventually, it's going to be something that's available to all creators. And I guess who's, who's on it? Who, from a data transmission point of view, would they, obviously you said Nicole, I know Eats Everything's on there. Yeah, Eats Everything. We've got Defected Records. So we have labels who have profiles as well. Oh, that's interesting. Um, so yeah, Defected Records have got a channel. Axtone have got a channel. Nice. Um, and then we've also got uh, like magazines and blogs. So we're just in the process of signing up a few new blogs who have said they want to be part of it as nice. well. Nice, cool. And then, so, is on there. and then I guess from a defective point of view, I know that they have their radio show across all the platforms. Are they then creating a separate piece of content just for Select? Um, that's their plan, I think, in the future. Right now, they're enabling it because the, the benefit of being able to listen offline to the show completely legally right. is something that they wanted to tap into to offer their fans. That's interesting. So we've got licenses in place that mean that you can listen offline to your shows um, and you know listen to them on the tube or whatever, it just caches to your phone. Then further down the line, they'll, they'll see whether they want to make extra exclusive content as well. And that's interesting as well that you're saying blogs and websites coming onto it. Where so we're good to put data transmission into select. That'd be cool. I'd love to do that. Obviously, we've been there right from pretty much the work yeah. guy with Mixcloud. Like part yeah. of family. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be great to see what we can do on there. And yeah. So um, what sort? Talk a bit about how many shows you upload and how you use the platform. And then so we we use it for our radio station. Um, we're, uh, like, we basically built a radio station two years two years ago this week actually, and um, we have a radio, data transmission radio, and we have 140 shows doing. A radio, different amounts of radio shows, radio shows per month. Mm -hmm. So some people that can have a weekly show, and and they can choose how long they want their show. So it's an hour or two hours. They have some people have monthly, some people have bi-weekly. You know, and they literally have the flexibility to move what what they want with their show and how long their show is. So then we upload all of our shows to Mixcloud, mm -hmm. and we were just looking then, and we had like three thousand, three and a half thousand shows now on, on Mixcloud, which is yeah, local. it's big. 
big back catalogue. Um, and you can listen to them all on there, which is great. And you know? you've got over 20,000 followers. Yeah, 21, yeah, mad, which is cool. I'm really pleased with that, you know? So yeah, when, when we're um, thinking about signing people up to select, we, we, the first thing we talk to them about is regularity of uploads. So cool. how much content are you going to give your paying subscribers? And also, it's really important to set the expectations for your paying subscribers. So it's fine if you do a monthly show, but so long as you make it clear to them, look, if you subscribe to my channel, this is what you're going to get, this yeah. is what you can expect. If you do a weekly show, that's even better because it's great value for money. Radio stations, um, we really encourage you to charge more than the minimum that we set because you've got so many more shows that you're giving people. Yeah. So there's like whole wealth of content there for fans to enjoy. Amazing. I guess we could get outtakes and in special interviews just for select I guess so then that's the thing so you know you can use select uh, and enable it so that people can listen offline and see the upfront track list if they want and yep. that's what they would be paying uh, subscribing to receive yeah however we also have this exclusives feature and that's when you can decide to put certain shows behind the paywall just for your paying subscribers nice. so nice. that's not mandatory but it's a really great extra feature that you can offer an extra incentive to get people to subscribe yeah. And there's loads of different ways that people are using that. So one way you can use it is you can decide, right, my new show is going to be exclusive for one to two weeks for my paying subscriber. Then, or subscribers, hopefully yeah. you've got more than one. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, you so, start, start, always, yeah, start, start, small and always start somewhere. Just, 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 you know, just, just start. And that's yeah. the main thing. Just start yeah. doing it and, and then build it, you know? Yeah. But so, yeah, you can decide to have it, you know, your show exclusive for one to two weeks for your subscribers and then have it free for everyone to listen nice. to. Or you can decide, actually, my show's always been available for free, so I'm going to keep it for free, all, all my radio shows. Yeah. Um, but we're going to put all of our amazing archive behind the paywall and just have that available for our paying subscribers. Nice, so keep, keep the new stuff free and then keep the, yeah, the, that's cool. That's yeah, really cool. another way you can do it is some people are being bold and just putting everything behind the paywall and just saying, I just want to charge my yep. fans. Uh, it's really valuable content. Yeah, I spend a lot of time making it and I want to... Uh... I want reward, you know, I would like some reward for it. You know? yeah. yeah, exactly. And then other people are like, I'm going to keep my normal show available for free, but I'm going to make extra special shows that I'll put behind the nice. table. So one DJ we've got, DJ Vadim, who's on the platform, he, is, uh, he has his 30-minute mix that he'll have available for free, almost like a preview, and then he's telling his fans, if you want to hear the hour-long version of this, nice. you pay to subscribe, and that's nice. behind the that's cool. So that's another way you can use it. As a radio station, I mean, radio stations always have loads of extra content that doesn't actually make it onto the station. Yep. So say if you interview an artist and you've cut down a feature for your radio show and that's in the free tier, yep. you could then put the uncut version of the interview. Yeah, so we could ask all of our show stations, all of our shows to give us Exclusive, exclusive bits of content. Yeah, or they, they could get extended guest mixes. They could That's some cool. artists who do a regular radio show. They could then record their live sets and put their live sets behind the table and have their regular radio show. That's nice. That's really free. cool. That's really cool. Yeah, I was thinking that I was listening to um, Eat Everything's radio show yesterday. And I was like, he's doing it every week, and it's if someone that concise can do a radio show, then. Some of the smaller DJs just you think, why are you not? Why? Yeah, he, yeah. someone that we can do. Something, yeah, exactly. You know. He's putting the effort in, and he's he's using Mixcloud Select, and he's doing really well on the platform. I like the I like the uh, frequency. If you're you have to be doing it regularly, and I think 
that's definitely a big message that uh, you have to turn up for your fans at the same time every time because if you're turning up then they'll start turning up. They'll know that you're going to be there and there's a new mix at seven o'clock every month or every week then. Yeah, exactly. Brings, brings... Being, being consistent is key. So yeah. whether that's monthly, bi-weekly, weekly, so long as your fans know what to expect and you stick to that, that really helps. Yeah. So one of our big creators on the platform is DJ Blighty. And he actually saw that when he went from a monthly show to a weekly show, his fan base grew massively. Nice. The engagement with his shows really grew. And I guess you, simple things like, I'm just thinking like simple things like using your header and your artwork to make sure that you're telling people that I'm this time and this place and, yeah. you know. Yeah, exactly. So when you sign up to select, um, there's a button, your, your channel, your normal channel looks the same. But then there's a button, purple button saying subscribe yeah. and there's another button that says select. So if fans press that, they get taken to what's called your upsell page. Yeah. And on your upsell page, that's your chance to kind of sell in your select channel to your fans. Yeah. So it's a chance for you to say, this is what you can expect from my show. This is uh, why it would help me if you subscribe, depending on who you are, because if it, some channel is like defected, it's not like they need help. but. The difference with that is they get to say, you now can hear all our shows offline. Nice. You know? So it's a re it really depends on who you are as a creator as to how you sell your, your page to your fans. Nice. Cool, well, that sounds, that sounds amazing. I can't wait to get us, get us on there. Yeah. I'll email you afterwards, that'd yeah. be cool. <laughs> and watch out, Data Transmission fans, we're going on Select shortly. <laughs> I will announce it properly and everything. So that was all about Mixcloud Select. And now I'm going to chat to Xanthi about her role at Mixcloud and what she does and how she got into working for Mixcloud and what you need to do to kind of join the team at Mixcloud. Cool, so my role at Mixcloud is I'm the head of community. Amazing. And what that means is that I am the sort of direct point of contact for our community of uploaders. Obviously we've got um, over one and a half million people uploading <laughs> shows. So I don't personally speak to every single one. Yeah. But uh, I do speak to as many as I can. Yeah. And um, I, my whole role is working with creators to help them get the most out of the platform. So things that we're talking about in these chats. Yeah. Um, and making sure that they're having a good experience getting their feedback on, on the platform and um, feeding that back to our product team and engineers. Um, people come to me with ideas for new features they want so I can communicate those back to the product team. Nice. Um, working with the support team who also help support the rest of the you know creators generally who use the platform. How did you, how did, when did you start Mixer? How did you get into it? Uh, nearly four years ago. Whoa. Um, so I've been here a while. Um, I also play a big part in helping to get new creators to the platform as well. So identifying people who aren't using it yep. and reaching out. Um, but yeah, before that I worked in radio as a radio producer for years. Nice. So I used to work at BBC Radio 1, One Extra, Six Music, Radio cool. 2. Um, what was you doing there? So I was producing shows. I used to produce Pete Tong on Radio 1. Wow, cool. Um, Marianne Hobbs, when she used to do a Radio 1 yep. nighttime show. Legendary show. Yeah, yeah. Um, cool. I helped launch the Jamie Cullum jazz show on Radio 2. Wow. So quite varied, yeah, yeah, basically. Cool. And uh, did you want to do that when you were growing up? How you, you know, what's, what was your path into that? Yeah, it's, it's interesting. So I've always been really passionate about music. Yep. And, um, when I was young, I was really obsessed with making mixtapes. 
And that was like physical cassette tapes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was. Yeah. I know, yeah. I did it myself. So yeah, my favourite nights would be staying in and making a mixtape for someone before going to see them. Yeah. And like creating that story. Which is really interesting because um, that then led into a love of DJ mixes and discovering music yeah. that way. Um, and when Mixcloud was then formed as yeah. a platform, it was straight away it made so much sense to yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. Because for years, um, I'd always, friends of mine and I had always been sharing DJ mixes, but we had no way of actually sharing them. Yeah. So you'd use these like big file sending websites. Yeah. <laughs> what is now WeTransfer, I think back then it used to be like you send it or something. Yeah, you send <laughs> yeah. it, Christ, you send it, man. <laughs> So yeah, I used to use that, or like friends would come around to my house with a hard drive and just dump <laughs> mixes on my thing. So now, um, so, so sorry, yeah, as soon as I heard about Mixout, I was like, this makes so much sense. Now I can access these DJ mixes from all around the world. Nice. Suddenly I, I just thought this is the most exciting thing ever. I can listen to radio shows from Romania, or yeah. you know, see what people in Argentina are listening to. And that's, so, that's crazy about mixtapes. On, actually, on the day of the Keith Flynn's uh, bury today, I uh, um, I literally got into electronic music because I heard the prodigies out of, spa out of space on a mix on a mixtape at a party yeah. when I was like twelve, and I was like, "What is this tune?" And then it took me four weeks to find out what that tune firstly was, yeah, because I had to go through all the mixtapes and go scan through them all, <laughs> and then and then it, but I found it. What? Right, how do I find out what it is now? I've got, I've got this one tape, and so that was it, you know, and that's, yeah. how, and that's how I literally got into electronic music, which is... And I, and I think the nice thing about mixtape is it's that person taking you on a journey, telling a story yep. with either music or words or whatever it is, but they're, you know, when you get really into making mixtapes, as I used to, I would really sort of think about the journey, yep. which is what you can now do, well, which you would always do with a radio show as yep. well, or a DJ mix, it's all storytelling. Yep. And that's what's really beautiful about a platform like Mixcloud, where you've got humans at the centre of it. Yeah. So you've got a human curator who's thinking about that story and how they tell it. And sometimes they'll tell it with words as well, and they'll give you context yep. to the tunes, and they'll you know give you the history of the tune or whatever. Or they'll just tell it in the way they shape the music. Yeah, yeah, cool. Show. Yeah, nice. And then so then you use, then you move from there to Mixcloud. Yeah, so I spent years, um, as I said, producing shows on various stations. I also ran a radio station in Shoreditch for a while, and your <laughs> data transmission had a show on there. Apparently so. Yeah, you don't remember it. <laughs> apparently so. <laughs> but it apparently, was big. I had an editor back then, and it was great. <laughs> yeah, I ran a station called Strong Room Alive. Um, it was great, actually. We had um, some quite a few presenters who... Well, I actually do remember it now. Yeah. I, do actually, like, I do remember it now. Strong room. Strong yeah, room. What we, do had, do? we had shows, um, a lot of people who are on NTS now used to do shows on Strong Room Live. So the whole theme of it was um, a mixture of art, fashion, and music. Nice. So Vice magazine had a show, Days Confused had a show, Pure Evil, the street artist, did yep. an art show. But the legendary Ben Gamori probably did the ben show. Ben Gamori did the data transmission show. show. Yeah. We had Trevor Jackson, who's now on NTS, yep. um, Ross Allen. Um, Ninja Tune did a show, they did their uh, um, uh, Solid Steel show. Wow! Which is huge, yeah. and amazing, and is now a mixed lab if you want to hear it. Wow, there you go, great. So, yeah. And then, so what does your, what does your day to day look like, I guess? Um, busy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, it's a real mix of um, talking to creators, um, hearing that feedback on how things are going. 
Um, but then also reaching out to new creators, so having meetings with artists, managers, record labels, talking to people who are thinking about using the platform yep. and explaining you know, why it might be good for them. Nice. Radio, meeting up with radio stations, talking to them. Uh, it's really nice. The great, the thing about it that's always really positive is my role is to help people to do well on the platform, which is a really positive thing. It's really nice. So you're you're here to help people, creators succeed. Yeah. And in fact, the whole platform's role is to help creators succeed. That's why we built Select our subscription model because yeah. we want to help creators to earn revenue and succeed and make their art sustainable. Yeah. And for those of you who don't want to know more about Select, we've We've done a video about it, we'll put it in the card above, you can watch it and click through to it. Yeah. Um, so, uh, young girls and boys that want to be in your job, how do they, how yeah. do they, how do they get there? Um, so, if they want to get into radio or they want to get into somewhere like Mixed Out, I mean, generally, when you've discovered what your passion is, um, it, takes, it takes working hard yep. at it, definitely. Uh, but it's also about doing your research, finding out who the key people are that you should speak to to help you get in there. And then I always advise um, emailing people and offering, asking them if you could take them for a coffee. Yes, we've done that so many times. Like, God, can I meet you for coffee? Can I do this? Can I? Yeah, and but the thing is, I think if you don't phrase it like, can I meet you for a coffee because I want a job? Yes. Because <laughs> then people no, be like, oh, awkward. But if you actually say to people, uh, can I meet you for a coffee and pick your brains about how the industry works? I'd yes. like to learn from you. Then I think that's actually much harder to turn down because. Yeah. Generally, people really want to help where they can. They won't necessarily have a job. Very unlikely they'll have a job there on a plate to be like, here you yeah. go. But um, they, it is a chance to have a face-to-face -face meeting with that person, connect with them so they remember you, allow them to, and then you'll learn from it because they'll give you tips. Yeah. Um, and then you can take that away. And But that you've logged yourself in that person's mind. Yeah, I've well. done that so many times when people have asked me for coffee and, I, and then like about four weeks later, like some jobs come up on on Facebook and I go, oh yeah, I met that guy and he's perfect for that. And I'll message yeah. him and go, here, there's a job, for, there's one here for you. And then, exactly, you know, as soon just, as you become a face and a personality and not just a CV, then yeah. the better. Thanks for joining me today on the podcast. I hope you've enjoyed it. As ever, if you have, please subscribe. Please give us a rating on iTunes. It means the world. And let's get us back up that chart. It'd be good to hit the top 10. Thanks. I'll see you tomorrow.